set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi, guys. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Glitter from 2001, directed by Bondi Curtis Hall. And we're continuing with June's theme of doing biopics featuring the artists they're kind of about. Yeah. And my autobiographical biopics. I mean, yeah, I guess with Glitter, I, girl, I guess. Um, this movie, it stars Mariah Carey playing Billy Frank, um, who, girl, she went through it, but she became something and drama. Drama ensues, yes. <laughs> I... I watched this movie for the first... This is my first time ever watching this movie in entirety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to start off this conversation by saying it was an, it, it was an experience um, for the longest because I grew up during the reign of Mariah Carey. Like, I, I actually love Mariah Carey, and I'm not saying that, like... Just to say it because we're doing an episode about one of her movies is like, I mean that with my whole chest. Like, Mm -hmm. I love her for real. She's one of my favorite musicians. She means a lot to me in my personal life. I love her. Mm -hmm. Um, But this movie, when this was happening, I, for whatever reason, I didn't get a chance to watch it. And... If you would have told me, like, I spent years thinking this movie happened, like, it was a contemporary movie. I thought it happened, like, in the early aughts and not the 80s. Oh, like, the actual setting of the movie? Yeah. And yeah, I was that really part is weird. confused because I swore I saw somebody talking on a Nokia in the background in one I of the mean, scenes. I mean, you might, you <laughs> might have. You very well might have. And I was like, oh, wait, this, if it wasn't for the number saying 1983, I was like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. So <laughs> this was a film. This was a, a movie with music in it. Yes. And it is also like, okay. So like Brittany said, I mean, this is a film. <laughs> it's hard to like. I want to make sure that we talk about this movie in a way that does not seem like we are like ganging up on Mariah Carey or trying to like disrespect like her as an artist or as an actress or any of that stuff. Because I think the amount of things that kind of went wrong before, during, and after this movie seems to be a big contributing factor. Yes. As to a lot of the issues with this movie. Um,. But I mean, I don't want to like sugarcoat it because I mean, it's not a great movie. It's just, it's just not. But I mean, I don't want to, I think it's a good movie to compare to Purple Rain simply because, um, first of all, these are two very iconic singers, singer-songwriters 
because Mariah writes all her own shit. Or at least yes, she, she do. Has, she has at least her name credited to most of her shit. Um, and if it's not credited to her, it's probably because it's a cover. So, you know, I don't think Mariah gets the credit she deserves in that respect. Um, but also, it's kind of interesting because Purple Rain was a very, like, small part of sort of, like, the mythology of Prince, where it was it was set in a time where it was kind of, you know, the early years, quote-unquote. Like, it wouldn't, you know, it's, it's, not tr- it's not tracing his rise to fame or whatever. It's, like, a brief moment in the character's life as, like, the, as a prince and the kid where this is trying to attempt to explain Mariah's entire run from like as a child to being like a global superstar and honestly I was just telling Brittany I think they made this movie way too early (laughs) for that (laughs) because in like true biopic fashion you would probably want the stuff that happened after that to be on film because what you get is 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 it's definitely like a um it's like a light skimming (laughs) i think of her career in the beginning and it's very much like oh yeah dreams do come true and stuff like that but it's the stuff after that i think would have been would have made like a better movie i i feel feel like they they jumped the gun for whatever reason and i i feel like i think i read like part of it was like mariah like she wanted to get this movie made as like early as like 97 or something like that but i don't really know like why exactly i like when i was doing some research i took this as like this was supposed to start like another phase of her career like she was supposed to become a movie star or like launch her acting career from glitter mm-hmm. but this movie was such a i don't want to say disaster but <laughs> disaster that yeah. it kind of did not work out in her favor and un. Fortunately, it did take a toll on her personally, like her personal life and her professional life. And like, I feel like when we talk, I don't want to talk about it a little later, but I want to remind me because I will forget. I want to talk about how we talk about women in the media. Okay. And I went back and watched some clips of like, her promo like I went and watched the clips from TRL oh Jesus and I remember because I I watched when that happened because I used to watch TRL every day after school because I love like NSYNC and I love Britney Spears and Christina and Nelly and, and all of those heyday. people yeah I think 2001 was probably like the pop heyday for a yes. lot of people and I would like watch so I remember watching that particular incident happened and was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is, what is happening? But I want to talk about that a little bit later. Cause even like thinking about how it was framed then and how it's framed now, it's not right. Yeah. Especially since like now that we kind of know that she was 
at least in my research, like, I guess she had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder mm-hmm. um, during that time when she was hospitalized for, like, exhaustion and, and stuff like that. Um, but since she had been just struggling with depression beforehand, which I didn't know that for the longest, and I think I just found out that she was diagnosed as di- bipolar maybe, like, earlier this year or something. Like, it's fairly recent. So, of course, you're doing all that when you're, like, the most, like, one of the most famous women in the world and known for being, like, you know, a huge talent. It's kind of, like, a lot on your shoulders already. Um, but, yeah, I I pulled a bunch of stuff. I haven't done this in a while. Um, but I think, for me, I think there's a, there's a lot of comparisons for myself personally to Purple Rain and how they're both kind of, like, attempts to, like, mythologize, like, um, their lives as, like, performers and people and, like, this is the story of my life and stuff. Um, and it goes about it in very different ways. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I also think it's kind of – I think the children need to know about Mariah because I'm so sick of y'all trying to throw her under the bus in the name of Ariana Grande. <laughs> like, like, please stop. <laughs> Okay, please don't do it. Please, don't please don't stop. do it. Yes, um, the little mochino girl is talented. Please, she can she can sing. She can sing. She can with her lisp and stuff. She can hit the notes. She can do it. Like I can bop. She got a little tan on. I I've listened. I dabble. I know. Like her hair, she bought it. All that stuff. But she's not Mariah Carey, and she will never be Mariah Carey. I don't think and, in the way that people I mean they don't the music business is so different from what it was when Mariah was coming up like there was like certain ways things were done and that kind of thing that like now you can't really compare them number one but also like just in terms of like overall like generational impact I think y'all are asking for a lot <laughs> Mariah like and that's not just like I that's um not discrediting discrediting um what's the child name Miss Grande Miss Grande <laughs> Ooh, that's not shade I y'all not got neurological issues and I forget <laughs> stuff but <laughs> that's not discrediting her like she is talented she is like she mm-hmm. can sing she can hit them notes mm-hmm. she can do it but, like, we have to stop comparing, like, contemporary artists to legends. Like, when you do that, you're not giving the newer artists chances to grow. Like, yes. she, she's not going to be Mariah Carey because she's Ariana Grande. Yeah. And also, like, you have to understand that there's no way on this earth, in this life, or the next, that Ariana Grande would have came up not listening to Mariah Carey. I feel like she has said herself that she has been inspired by Mariah Carey. And if she hasn't, I would think that she would be lying because there aren't many singers that have come up in the last 20-something years or whatever that aren't inspired by Mariah Carey in some form or fashion. Like, you'd have to be... I don't know where you'd have to be from. The next galaxy or something. Like, that's crazy to me to say. So, like, when people are like, oh... Fuck Mariah Carey. It's all about Ariana Grande. And I'm just like, y'all, like, y'all can't do that to the people who paved the way for your favorites. 
like that's I don't get that whole thing. I just don't understand. Like they're not in they weren't created in a bubble. Like you don't get Beyonce without like a Janet Jackson or you know, a Tina Turner or something like that. Like you don't get the stars of today without the stars of like, like the you past. don't you don't honestly you don't get a prince without a James Brown. You don't get a Michael Jackson without a James Brown. Nope. Like legend you have to learn from somebody. You have to be inspired. You have to learn from somebody mm-hmm. who has done it before you. Yes. And if Mariah Carey is shady to the younger ones, I mean that's just diva behavior. She's probably one of the last great divas. And she's the only one that does it well. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where I want to learn it from. Like, that's where I take my inspiration from. <laughs> I get it directly from Mimi. Like, for real. I'm still laughing. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> she shook her head. And that time Andy Cohen asked her about, how do you feel about Eminem? She was like, well, I mean, they're small. They're portable. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that she went on a whole thing about like <laughs> the chocolate candy oh i love like, good damn well that he was asking her about marshall mathers oh my god i love her like that's why i love her yeah but this movie Ooh. made it a little difficult Ooh. made it a little difficult a little difficult yeah um yeah, <laughs> I guess we could jump right into it. This movie, I was sending messages to Ashley when I was watching it saying like, this movie started out on one. It was like watching the beginning of a Pixar movie. <laughs> <laughs> Where it all was the like, like trauma happens Cause in the like, first the five credits, minutes. The credits are a lot. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like... All this shit happens. All this shit happens, like, before the title comes up. Like, a whole bunch of stuff. And I think before the title comes up. But, like, in the first, like, ten minutes of this movie, it's just like, girl. So, (laughs) we we find out, like, the movie starts with, I keep calling her Big Dee Dee, because I used to watch Half and Half. (laughs) But (laughs) Big Dee Dee, Valerie Pettiford plays young billy's mother and she is a like a lounge singer yes and miss lillian. she miss lillian frank and she's on stage and you can tell she's a little lit her her wig a little twisted a little bit <laughs> you know she probably had a rough night i was trying to figure out if she was drunk and then she was like she was singing up there and she's like billy baby come here <laughs> like <laughs> oh she's drunk and she got her baby in this damn nightclub <laughs> And Billy, Billy's at the bar doing, not homework, I guess. She was just chilling at the bar watching her mama sing. Mm-hmm. And Lillian is like, Billy, come on, baby. Come sing with mama at this adult bar. That's so why I was like, oh, she drunk. <laughs> and so you, if we didn't know anything about Billy, a.k.a. Mariah, we would say, hey, who is this shy little girl? What is she going to do? I can't believe what's happening. And so the little girl opens her mouth and starts to sing. And she has a voice of what? An angel. Of course. And I was like, did they just like pitch Mariah? Like, did they give take Mariah's voice and make it like a little kid voice? Because oh, I don't know. It, sound, it didn't sound real. It didn't sound like the little girl was like 
singing. Although, you know what's weird? I saw that they um, had, like, another person sing all of Mariah parts. Yeah. And so they wouldn't, like, when it was, like, filming. So I guess, like, when they were actually recording or, like, filming the movie. And I guess that they had, like, the soundtrack going or whatever. And then Mariah recorded all her actual vocals. And so then they, like... I think it was to stop bootleggers at the time. Makes sense. From like getting the movie and like putting it out. So like, oh, you got somebody's like raggedy vocals and not like, you know, the voice of God. So like, so she like re-recorded her parts. I don't know like if they did something fancy with the baby because I was like, baby, you, I don't know if you're singing that note. If she was, that's a great job. Mm -hmm. But it didn't look like she was. Mm -mm, It did not. I was like, they probably did some like, you know, and y'all probably y'all young. Y'all don't know nothing about this. But back in my day, they used to have these singing chipmunks, but it was actually just two people singing. And they used to I cannot believe you said back in my day and you referenced the fucking chipmunks. They used to speed up the voices so they all sound different. And that's what it sounded like to me. And that's how you collect a check, I guess. <laughs> so maybe you that's what she said. You say you say you're saying that she sounds like like they did that to Mariah. Like somebody oh. took like a Mariah. I, about to say, I hope you're not trying to say that she sounds like a chipmunk. No, they took with Mariah and then they chipmunked it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's the new thing. Instead of freaked it, chipmunked <laughs> they took a Mariah and they chipmunked it. Uh, yeah i mean it just sounded it did you yeah it was kind of i mean it was kind of yeah i can see i can see what you're saying it wasn't um, i mean and yeah it was not but i mean let's not brag on this child the club out though the kid the, the the people at the club was like you better phenomenal. do it baby phenomenal. you better do it Absolutely, we love it. You know, so many cat daddies was getting their lives at that club that night. Spice Adams was lit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Cedric the Edgerton was having the time of his life. Uncle Charlie Wilson <laughs> was there in full effect, listening to Big BD, Lily Frank, <laughs> Lily and Frank. <laughs> Um, and Billy featuring featuring Billy Frank. Yes. Which now that we say Billy is her Yes. I'm assuming her name is yes. based off of Billy Holiday. Yes. yes what it about is. Frank? I mean, I don't know. I don't I know about know. that one. I didn't my brain didn't snap on that one. I just mm. caught the Billy first. Mine didn't either. So I was so, like, okay. Because why my, I had forgotten her name was Billy, honestly. <laughs> so I mean we already started off on a like oh I hadn't because I okay so I should say I've seen this movie various times but I feel like I've watched it from beginning to end like three three times okay I think this is probably the third time so I mean that might be the last time but you know well, let's keep going um so we see something very interesting in the next scene which is Miss Lillian is taking <laughs> Billy to her to see her dad. <laughs> and 
I guess to ask for money, but under the guise of like, don't you want to see your baby? And, and like, he's like, like, hell no. <laughs> so first of all, he's white. <laughs> and he's also like, um, what are you doing here? Which told me that he has a, a, a white wife and white baby. <laughs> Because he's like, what are you doing at my house? <laughs> like, do not. Like, he closed the door real fast. You know how people be closing the door real fast? And they don't want you, they don't want anybody in the house to see what's happening. Outside. Like, they talk to you through the crack. Like, mm-hmm. the, but he kind of like stepped doing? outside and closed the door and he was like, what are you doing? And then, like, I find this kind of, well, first of all, it's weird how she did this because they flipped it where this whole scene actually is very weird with her, her mama, and her daddy. Because, number one, her her dad is probably accurate because she was not close with her dad. Like, Mariah Carey in real life was not close to her dad. But her dad was black and her mama was white. And there's a whole thing back with that because her mama's family disowned her mama because she was married to a black man. Mm-mm. And then, like, but her mama was the one who encouraged her to sing. So I guess it was like a a good thing but like it didn't sound like her mama was like a bad mom at all so i was kind of like they had to make it spicy you gotta if i was her mom i'd be like so what are you trying to say (laughs) i mean we had to it is fiction it is gotta make it a little spicy but that's the thing it's kind of like is this actually, I mean, this is taking some, li- I mean, you can take liberties with your own life, but like, especially if you're not presenting it as like Mariah Carey, like this is Billy Frank. No, I'm not Mariah, I'm Billy Frank. But like, it's so weird to, 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 to do that because if that's the case, then why didn't she just act in like a fictional version of whatever? Be- Ma- they could have done like the bodyguard or some shit. Like, kid. Mm, that. That movie kind of slapped. I gotta, I gotta revisit that and see what's going on with that. I've also <laughs> only watched that one time, a very long time ago. I don't know if I've actually ever seen the whole Bodyguard. I have seen the part where, um, I guess spoiler alert for people who are like infants, um, that Kevin Costner gets shot. <laughs> like, <laughs> because my mom, or not my mom, my aunt would watch it, and this is on tape, so she would rewind it, and she would always, like, I guess she just liked the part when, when Whitney Houston was like, no, all dramatic and shit, and so she would rewind it. Bruh. And, and act it out and shit. What? It was crazy. I was like, why are we still watching this? Like, I'd be at the house like, what are we doing, auntie? Oh my gosh. She thought it was great. She thought it was great. So, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know why they, that was, that was something weird, but I realized that and like, I went back and like read about Mariah's like early life. I was like, well, what, what inspired this amount of drama? Because there's way more drama later in this movie and in real life that I think would have been perfect for it. So I was confused. I mean, they maybe they just had to think of something in the moment because maybe the first pitch of the movie wasn't good enough, like entertaining. Yeah, because like even with Purple Rain, they did have some drama. Like, (laughs) I was like, I don't think I ever read anything about Prince's family being trash either. But then he, they made him trash. Yeah, like it's drama. Like you have to 
spice it up. Yeah. So, yike. But, um... Like, if I were to do, like, a fictionalized version, I would be like, oh, my God, my daughter Buttercup, she sell drugs. You... <laughs> Buttercup is out in these streets? Buttercup has a little pack on her little back, her little hot dog pack, and she's, <laughs> she's slinging dope. That's, a, that's fictionalized Buttercup, not my sweet angel baby, actual Buttercup. <laughs> So yeah, the dad don't want her. He like, and then yeah, he's don't like, bring don't her around here no more. Here's some money. He gave. That's the only time he did. He actually give the money. Yeah, he gave her like he was about to give her like twenty dollars, and then he looked like mm, I am sending away my own child. So <laughs> he gave her like maybe like a hundred dollars. Okay. <laughs> I missed. I missed the. I know she came around. I guess you know to like get her to be quiet and stop coming around his. His white wife and child. Yeah, his, so his actual family. Yeah, that's so that's so strange. Cause you know what, they could have done a lot with that too if they had like, especially talked about like her, her mom and stuff, getting like disowned and shit from her family. There's like a whole. I mean, I guess it just depends on what you want to talk about. But like, that's something else. Too, that she could have they could have touched on had this been written by somebody with sense <laughs> so, like, and maybe Mariah was like nah I don't talk about that shit like I don't know I don't mm. know man but I guess moving along um <laughs> Lily <laughs> Miss Lillian is nodded the fuck out i was like as soon as i saw her smoking cigarettes and soon as i saw like a couch i was like oh i know where this is going <laughs> i was like mm, know what's about to happen well she, should, <laughs> she set the fucking house on fire <laughs> and that shit burned to the ground like burnt to the ground and they were like well we gotta get little Miss Billy the fuck out of here because you clearly can't take care of her. And they sent her off to like an, what, like an orphanage or like foster? Mm -hmm. No, that's an orphanage. That was an orphanage. I don't even know. Like they didn't show anything else like past the orphanage part. I was like, damn, like she got put in the system, I guess. And they never saw her getting like a family or anything. So like, I don't know like what, like did she spend her entire time in the orphanage? That's what I assume because like it like got aged out. Yeah, that's what I assume. Her and Louise and Roxanne. Yes, Debrat and another girl that I do not know by name. Uh actress. An actress. And they asked her if she's Puerto Rican and she said No, hashtag team mixed. I'm mixed. I said, oh, <laughs> Having flashbacks. Hashtag team mixed. And I was like, oh, baby girl. I mean, I mean, she little. So what else you gonna do? It's not like some of these people who are like. And I was like. In their 20s talking about. Yes, I mixed um, in their bio. I'm like, okay. Like, no, I'm not gonna say it. I'm a, we gonna, <clears throat> let me keep that on my inside. <laughs> 
like if uh, keeping it on the inside. Oh, all right. Not gonna say right. it. Oh, okay. okay. Not saying it. All right. So I'm just gonna keep it in. The <laughs> year now is 1983, and Billy is like a go-go dancer at a club. Now this is also something interesting because like Mariah is not a dancer. Like we talked at about all. this in the last episode. She don't be dancing. She definitely don't be dancing now, but, like, I mean, I feel like she has done enough that she don't have to dance to entertain y'all. But, like, it was just it was an interesting choice <laughs> to, to have. Um, and it's, like, her, Louise, was it Louise and Roxanne? Mm-hmm. So they're, like, kind of in a, a performing trio. I don't think it's, like, anything, like, official, official. But, um... They're, like, backstage. I guess Billy's, like, singing, I think, is what happens. And then who walks in <gasps> but Terrence Howard and Padma for Top Chef? I was like, wait. I forgot that happened. I messaged Brittany, and I was like, girl, I forgot to tell you something really important. She was like, wait. And I was like, so Terrence Howard makes an appearance. And I was like, oh, no, man. <laughs> oh no cause I was like as soon as he show up he finna be light skin and evil cause that's it's, his brand Like it is his brand I'm like do you ever play somebody who's like going through it but like because of it's not a some sort of situation of their own making no the only time he was not light skin and evil was in Iron Man the first one mm-hmm. but then he was light skin and evil in real life and then got fired <laughs> So <laughs> he just went back to being light skin and evil on screen. Oh, well, you know, I mean, he fucked up a Marvel check. Rest. He should have played the long game with that one. I'm sorry. Like, I know there's like a bunch of like, you know, get paid what you feel like you're worth. But like, I guess he wasn't thinking 10 years in the future. Or whatever. <laughs> ooh, like, I, you went, ooh. You could have been in 74 Marvel movies. At least. Bitch. 74 and on Marvel. TV, you wouldn't have to be on Empire. You wouldn't have to be throwing little children in trash cans over some bullshit. Over homophobia. TV Every homophobia. week. <laughs> God, that Empire is. is so terrible. It's ending. So the evil <laughs> is almost defeated. Sorry to anybody who likes that show, but like, I mean, we all agreed. It's not being good. They they show him throwing that boy away every week. Every week we see in the same scene him throwing that boy in that trash. I was going to say, did they not think of like another scene to for him to be terrible to his own child? I mean, he found different ways, but... And yeah, but like that was the, like that was the really trap that point. That home. was the defining one, I guess. <laughs> well. <laughs> So, Terrence Howard, which I don't even know his name is movie. It's okay. It's like, uh, it's, um, Lester? It ain't, it ain't down Lester. I feel like it is like Lester, though. Wait. Should we take a pause and see? It, let me, is it Lester? It is Timothy, Timothy Walker. Okay, Timothy, stop two seconds. (laughs) You're gonna laugh at this. But the writer for Glitter also wrote Holiday Heart. <gasps> I got the bike holiday! 
which is a movie I have not seen, but I know that you enjoy immensely. <laughs> now it makes it makes absolute sense so now. it does okay so it makes cheryl, sense. cheryl l west it makes it oh my god <laughs> it makes sense okay well questions have been answered it makes okay. sense okay <laughs> <laughs> oh child well that that one of the great mysteries of our time that we didn't even know was a mystery has now been solved. Um, so the, Terrence Howard wants them to be like in a girl group, I guess. And they're all like, hell yeah, that's money, money, money. And then Billy's like, actually, like, no thanks. Um, but somehow he convinces them, I guess. And the the costumes, we're going to get to this in a minute, but I wrote down like the, co- why were they, they were dressed like the Powerpuff Girls in one scene. Because I didn't know. I didn't understand. The costuming made no sense. And this is what I was saying when people be like, the 80s are so great because of the outfits. I'm like, but every time I see something that relates to the 80s versus what's like in like print versus like video or like an interpretation of the 80s, like a few decades later, it's always bad. I don't understand who let this happen to Mariah V. Carey. Why would you put her in this stuff? I mean, maybe budget. But then I was thinking like maybe it was because she was supposed to be poor and so you just got to do what you got to do to make ends meet. Because, I mean, she's not going to be out here like in Versace. But I was like, none of these clothes make a whole lot of sense for the decade. No, even the was, early '80s. She was dressed. I know one of them scenes she had on like she was about to go do a tour to France, like with a little hat and that like hat biker and those, shorts and stuff. And those like it was like like what are the stockings that have like the the little straps or whatever that kind of connect to like your underwear or stuff? The um, little, not, like garter, like the. I know what you're talking about. I don't, y'all know. You know. I don't the think fancy, it's garters, but you know. You know. Fancy like, draws. Like y'all know. Yes. The, the fancy <laughs> draws, probably. Fancy <laughs> draws. Y'all know. When you get the fancy, put your draws. And you put on a little, little fanciness with your draws. Yeah. And they I'm, connect. I love fashion, but I'm not good at some names sometimes. <laughs> but like, that, those clothes, those, uh, those, those, those tights. And then like some weird, like proto like ugg boot things i was like what are we when did this happen to people and why would you let that happen to your starring like your leading actress in the story of her life the fictionalized story of her life and you made her look like she was just like because maya did not look like that when she was like first starting out nope she would have like her hair was big and curly she would have mm-hmm. on a cute little black dress like she would be singing, or, or some like you know some mom jeans or whatever, and like a mm-hmm. nice normal ass t shirt, mm-hmm. and it was fine. And I just like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. I know that was like the late eighties, early nineties, but like, I was so confused by the costuming in this alf- uh, in this movie. It was upsetting. So basically, what Terrence Howard decides to do is scam, and he takes Padma, which is like the face 
I guess her name is Silk with a Y. Yes. She re- it reminded me of Vanity. I don't know why, but I felt like they Vanity? were No. Nah. Oh, okay. I mean Vanity technically sang, but Prince provided like guides for like literally every artist that he worked with. Of course, because I feel like he was unable to let anybody do anything mm-hmm. without input. Um, but they did a J Lo with uh uh, Silk? Billy and Silk. Oh, yeah, because who was the person? Is it Ashanti? Yes, Ashanti I, sings never, most of J-Lo's music. That's so crazy because I've never considered Ashanti to be a very strong singer. Either. Okay, that's that's a fact. So, I guess they did it to, like, not set the bar too high once the touring... I mean, but also doesn't J Lo lip sync or no? I don't know. She I does. Never... Also, oh. all she do is sing, talk. Anyway, like if you had my love, oh my god, I love that song so much. Gave you all my trust. Like she don't be hitting no notes. No, she's not a vocalist at all. She's Tell what they me, call. baby. This is when they start saying she's an entertainer because when people say that she's an entertainer, they mean she's a better dancer than she is a singer. Like Paula Abdul, like Sierra, like Cassie. Like there's there's a whole market for them. It's not like impossible for you to become like a, a singer or a famous person. Like um, them little whisper girls y'all be listening to be telling y'all about vibes and stuff and crystals. <laughs> it's a vibe. <laughs> like that girl, that girl, y'all know the little girl that be singing on stuff talking about boats or <laughs> not who, the f- who the fuck is that? He talking about what's a girl, the booty like groceries girl. Oh, um, what's her name? Oh, oh my god, I sound like a thousand years old. <laughs> <laughs> what is her name? How do you say her name? A uh, Janae. Janae. Janae Aiko. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said yeah. the, the booty, the little booty like Rosie's girl. You just sound like somebody's big mama, honestly. You said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So I am a woman in her mid to late 40s, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so the thing here is Padma can't sing. The girl's supposed to be her backup dancers. Like, she's bad, like, bad. Like, that's not even carrying the note. It's, like, throwing it around and abusing it. And Terrence is like, well, why don't we just turn Billy's mic up and then turn Silk's all the way down? And it it just... Silk thought she was doing something in that studio. She did. She thought she was killing it. Like, she mm-hmm. thought she was hitting notes. Like, I thought for a minute she was going to hold her ear like Mariah. You know. That would have took, that would have sent me over. Like, you I held the headphones on one ear and you really hit that note. I would have appreciated that. You know what? That's been terrible. But you wasn't Mariah Carey the one when like her backup dancer was singing over her at one point, and she was like, "Um, excuse me." <laughs> I feel like that was her. <laughs> like she was like, "Um, wait a minute now, baby, you on my note?" Either her or was somebody else. Well, some one of the you know the great divas of of singing. I have I feel like I have seen it, but I feel like it's Mariah. Yeah, because like, like it's like, not wait gonna a minute, be. Baby, you on my note? You on my note now? Hold on. It is not gonna be like Janet because if you use your inside voice, you'd be talking over her. So it ain't gonna be her. <laughs> and Janet would never say something like that. 
No. I mean, no. I feel like Janet would probably cuss you out, but you'd be like. You think so, really? She'd be like, hey, I feel like Janet would be so, like, either she wouldn't just be, she wouldn't be confrontational about it. She would probably beat your ass. Okay. And it'd be just like this. I cannot wait to edit this. Fuck you up. Okay. Try again. I will fuck your shit up. Sing over it one more time. I will fuck you up. Try it, bitch. <laughs> and that is Brittany's interpretation of. That's my Janet Jackson. Joe. <laughs> Janet, I made a job. <laughs> so they okay. There's like another club, and here comes the white boy DJ that is the bane of my existence throughout this whole movie. Um, I and- was hoping for one thing, and I never thought that my wish would come true. What was your wish? <laughs> Oh, okay, wait, wait, you st- you getting way ahead. So anyway, let's keep going. So <laughs> you trying to get out, step out of order. Um, So they're recording. No, no, no. They are, I guess he like plays, like back in the day, you would just go to the club and be like, mm-hmm. DJ, play this shit. The DJ would play this shit and get your shit popping. Or he would tell you, no, that shit's whack. Get out of here. Um, Of course, it does not really work like that. Um, nowadays, because people, I mean, we don't really rely on any DJ to tell us what's good or what's bad or whatever. Um, but they are performing and of course she's up there lip singing to Mariah's vocals. And this, oh, I call them stirrup stockings. Are they like... Furry leggings, stirrup stockings. They're probably, they're not stirrups. I don't know what they call them. But like and heels and oh, I don't even know what Debrat was wearing. I couldn't even look. It Wait, was, they're just called hose. They're just called stockings. But with the thing, with the little clasp that then the top That's like to a the garter. They're they're um stirrups and they have stay ups. Wait, no, stay ups is one that don't ha- they have the elastic waist, but like oh, Lord. <laughs> um, the elastic little thing that keep them on your thigh. But they're um, suspenders or like garters that you clip yeah. them on. Okay, oh, they are called garters. Okay, garter straps. I think of garters as like the little you know little furry thing that you like take off and throw at yeah. weddings. So well yeah i mean yeah but then they clip to you they clip to your drawers and then you clip them on your stockings they do and the fact that she was wearing like a weird sort of baseball cap with like the bit like the the thing the oh my god the brim was all high and i just she had like pigtails or something like little braids i was just like why It, it was a mess they don't even look like they were supposed to be a group, which I was so confused about. And I was like, maybe maybe it's because Terrence Howard's little, like, whole Timothy operation. Because, I mean, you know, he's cheap and he's, you know, trifling. And so maybe that was just what they had to do. But I was like, girl, the lasting longevity of a movie. Why would you put the actress in that shit? Just terrible. And so I was just so mad about it. But, like, 
Mariah Carey is absolutely. Let me just say, she's very pretty in this movie. She's mm-hmm. like, like very, like extremely pretty. And also, she has really good eyebrows. Which shout out to her because the early two thousands with eyebrows. It it was easy to be like a disaster, guys. Like it was easy to have like a like a like pencil, <laughs> just like a one thin line of brow. But she didn't do that, so shout out to her because sometimes you watch old movies, you're just like, oh my god, I don't know how people were functioning, functioning like. Your makeup artist told you to do that shit, <laughs> and you listen to them. But um, we learned something important about the white boy, which his name is Dice. Yo, Julian Dice Black. That's his last name is Black. Mm. <laughs> and he's played by some dude named Max Beasley, which apparently he's actually like a musician, like in addition to being an actor. Like, apparently he got to play piano with James Brown at one point. Like, at a James Brown show. What? That's what I saw. And I was like, okay. Clearly no one made use of these talents (laughs) in this movie. (laughs) Like, this man played with James Brown and he doing his good. Okay. I was so confused. I don't know when... When this happened, but he's like an actual like, like, class not classically trained, but he went to school like he went to music school to play like percussion and like I guess he did like chorus and stuff like he, I guess played for like Robbie Williams like a bunch of like other because he's British so he played with a bunch of British people, um, like yeah. Robbie like, Williams like I don't wanna rock. Yeah. So he played, oh, in 2006, he played with James Brown as a special guest pianist in London. I was like, well, then what the shit did y'all have him doing? I don't, I wish there was like a, you know, the, the behind the story kind of things where like they'll give like the oral, the oral story of how everything can get be and they'll interview everybody and like put it all together and like one long ass interview and stuff. Like they've been doing that for a lot of like, um, like I read, uh, was it 10 things I hate about you? I guess cause it's turned 20 this year. Like people have been doing that for a lot of like film anniversaries. Maybe in two years. I don't know if that'll ever happen. <laughs> I feel like Mariah will fight somebody, but maybe. Mariah will be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Do not ask me about this again. So I don't know if that's all that happened, but I just have so many questions about like casting and stuff because like. Clearly, if this man is as talented as um, Wikipedia tells me, then why wasn't that there? But then again, this white boy is also supposed to be like the Tommy Matola of the situation. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, that's a stretch. Mm-hmm. At least for his character in this movie, that's a stretch because, um, yeah. Which they didn't do that either. Which I don't know if that's like, is that some sort of like divorce? I mean, terms where you don't talk shit about your. But she's interviewed about it. Like she's said stuff in interviews without mentioning his name directly. So, eh. 
I don't know. It, that's a hard one, I would say. Yeah, because, I mean, they were married for, like, what, four years? They didn't even do any of that. They didn't include that at all. We didn't get to that part. So, like, and then, like, the whole shit with him, like, him being, first of all, like, 20 years older than her and some shit, and then also being, like, the head of her label. Mm Mm-hmm. That power imbalance. Yes, that could have been a whole thing. They did her dirty. They should redo. I don't know if she'll ever do another biopic. Maybe when she's like older, older. Um, but I, I don't know. She's probably scarred for life. Yeah, because she allegedly hates this movie. Yeah, I think she told somebody in an interview that she regretted doing it. Yeah. Which, I mean, um, it's not hard to see why. But I just, again, feel like they just did not... They did this too early, number one. And what they could have included, they didn't because they fictionalized it to the point where I'm just like, this is this is Mariah's story, but it's not really her story. So, um, so yeah, the white boy is basically like, uh, you got talent, you special, freestyle on the mic. And of course, um, Miss Billy kills it with the whistle register, of course, because... Again, unclockable, untouchable. I think he tries to, like, get her to, I don't know. He tries, like, oh, we should work together or whatever. And she's like, yeah, that's not a good idea. But I was like, yes, make him work for it, Mariah. Because, I mean, he's, I mean, Mm. of the two love interests in this movie, or at least romantic interests in this movie, Um, he was definitely number two. So like, <laughs> mm. I think she said figure out my number, which I was like, damn, in 1983, that was like a general, like, that was genuine work. Yeah, like you have to sit by the phone and dial every number combination. <laughs> no, you'd have to go get the phone book. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's easier than my plan. Just dial every number. Start with one, 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 one. Yes. Sit up there and just dial every number. Until <laughs> you reach the person you're looking for. Ooh. And this is probably before, like, zip codes were, like, not zip codes, but area codes were, like, a real, I don't know. We didn't have area codes when I was little in Florida until, like, I was, like, seven. So, I don't know if that's a thing in New York yet, but down in the south it, uh, we didn't have any dang I was about to have um homeboy spending <laughs> years 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 doing this work and getting <laughs> cussed out cause like you call somebody's house is building quit fucking playing on my phone actually <laughs> like, get a phone book I personally forgot they existed so yeah <laughs> That would be your go-to, would be the phone book. Um, I mean, you know, sometimes we forget. Sometimes we forget that things were, you know, that that existed. Oh, my goodness. Or, like, if this has been been set, like, in the 40s and 50s, he could have been, like, operator, connect me to Billy Frank. Operator, connect me to Billy Frank. (laughs) And he was like, the Negro woman? (laughs) 
Or at how did you know? <laughs> I hate. I hate you so much. <laughs> but <you're so> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> the operator's like, are you sure you called the right person? <laughs> Okay, I sorry guys. I'm so sorry. Oh god. Okay. Um <laughs> so there's a whole thing between I guess Dice and Terrence Howard know each other. Obviously, if you know if Miss um if he's bringing her like if he's bringing no, if he's bringing like people like Silk to play their records like I feel like it's Paola situation. Probably because how else would you get? How else would you get her played? Like even now, I'm like, damn, bruh. Like that was bad. <laughs> like, well, you know what? I mean, we got offbeat rappers, so maybe uh-huh. like that. Um, that that little musty looking boy that looked like a goof troop. What's his name? <laughs> the little boy, y'all know, y'all know, the, the little the freshman fifteen. That that one, the one that looked like uh, with the goof troop. Or you got like, the other ones, the pussy whitey than securium. Them. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they do be rapping off beat. I'm so sorry. Oh well. Um, oh my god. No, it's, it's, it's huge. You know she was like 27 in eighth grade, so leave the baby alone. Stop. No, it. don't leave that baby alone. She a homophobe. Fuck her. So, oh, oh god. So, okay. Um, I guess Dice offers a hundred thousand dollars. No, no, no. Terrence wants a hundred thousand dollars for the group, so like he can basically take Billy and um start like getting her like to record a demo and stuff. And Dice asked him if he's on Angel Dust, and he was like, yes, I am. Expensive stuff is that. And I was like, why are we bragging about being dusted? That sounds scary. It really does. That sounds so scary. He's like, expensive dust at that. And I was like, excuse me? Mm, mm, mm. What are we doing here? Uh, So... um. I guess he's, they cut a deal, but, like, he doesn't give him the money right away because I'm like, you don't have $100,000. Like, stop playing. So, um, they're recording, I guess. Recording, there's performance. Uh, the outfits are looking better. Amen. Um, they still got her trying to dance. Don't know why. Um, and he starts acting like her manager and stuff because he's like, oh, you don't want to be with these other... Like, people keep asking her, like, oh, you you know, we're, we're interested in signing you. And he was like, uh, well, I mean, they raggedy. Like, you could have a chance to be on, like, Warner Brothers or whatever. And they're all, like, booed up in the club together. And he's, like, making decisions for her already and shit. And she's like... I mean, like, it's a good... It, he was right in, like, one respect because... Like, she's really talented, so being on, like, a little tiny little label or whatever, like, probably nobody will hear her is not really the wave. However, like, y'all just started talking. (laughs) 
Like, you don't know this woman. You should not be in this woman's business affairs. Like, you don't know her like that. No. And I'm just like, bro, let her talk. And she's kind of like, um, I mean, it's a label. Like, let me get, I'm trying to get signed. I'm trying to get paid. <laughs> I'm trying to get my music out there. He's like, no, you need to be on a bigger label. You're too talented. And so he, he arranges, um, like a meeting with like an A&R a- rep. At some record label that does not really, I don't think it really existed. It's not a fake. So I guess it's supposed to be a fictional major label. <laughs> um, and they're all like t- toasting and saying, oh, yeah, we can't wait to work with you, Billy. And I was like, she ain't signed nothing yet. So like, are you working together? Oh, yes. Uh, and then this next scene, this whole next scene, bruh. This is when they go out to the French restaurant. And she's like super excited to go. And she's like, oh, I don't know where I'm going to wear. I can't. I got to pick something to wear because this is a date. Like Mm -hmm. he asked me out. This is a date. And Louise and um, baby girl, the other friend, I forgot her name. Roxanne. uh, Roxanne's like, are you sure it's a date? And she's like, yeah, it's a date because he wouldn't have asked me to this particular restaurant if it wasn't a date. Cause this is like a special place to go. Like a fancy restaurant. And I McDonald's was McDonald's over here. I was like, Oh Lord. I was like, this is about to go left. And they get to the place and they sit down at the table mm-hmm. and she asked, like, she's all like smiling and well, first, all this first, stuff. First, we got to stop and say that he picked her up in like a white Buick limo. Oh, I forgot about the limo. That limo was... I mean, it was something. It's the 80s, allegedly. Also, shout out to whoever decided to play Moments in Love. Oh, bruh. That, like, soundtrack. The soundtrack was good. I don't think... So we talked about the glitter soundtrack. I don't think... You got me shaking hand hand. Get it out now. Get it out now. Okay, I'm done. It really doesn't know the words either. Nope. No. So that's what she's going to do. So <laughs> I don't think this is actually like on any, like I know the glitter soundtrack is like, I think Mariah songs. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this is on like the actual, like there's no like, original soundtrack or whatever not original soundtrack but like music from the motion picture kind of thing um and also you cannot stream glitter the soundtrack anywhere i'm pretty sure you can probably listen to it on youtube though because mm-hmm, i linked that video and that was the first time i listened to 75 percent of that song Ever. I just remember that video. We're talking about Lover Boy. I just remember that video and just being like, something right here. Woo! And I don't know what it was because um I don't I don't know. Because I wasn't even like like a super like, oh I know everything about Mariah Carey at that time. But like I was so like there's something about the song. I was like, this is not right. And I just did not, uh, I never revisited it, like, after that, like, the one time I saw the video. 
And I think after that, shit went left with everything. Because we also did not say when this was released. Which oh, was, bro. Yeah. Talk about bad fucking timing. The worst timing. In history. In <laughs> like, history. what a, like, uh, history. Yes, because this, so, this album this came out when every album came out on tuesdays that hasn't happened really since uh beyonce's self-titled album we now do albums back on fridays again but before a while everything was coming out on tuesdays and tuesday september 11th was not a day for anything to be released ever yeah this shit got released in that like month I think it was not a good time. Or you just like, you just pushed it back. But she didn't have the luxury of pushing it back because she didn't know any of that shit was going to happen. Nobody knew that shit was going to, well, none of us knew that shit was going to happen. So like, and then the movie came out like what? like September 27th. Yeah. Need, so sorry, September 21st, 2001. Nobody was interested in seeing anything. Not at Oh no! Like I cannot remember. I literally cannot remember anything else from that time period until maybe like December. <laughs> like everything was just kind of like on the edge of your seat. Like it was about to happen. It a was a bad year. Like the bad like rest of the year, and then continuing into be- like now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Because also, not too far, like, in August, Aaliyah died. Yeah, because you know what I heard? I heard that at church. That was the craziest time to hear that someone that you liked died was at church service. And the pastor told us. And I was like, what? (laughs) Because this wasn't, you didn't get news. I mean, you got news instantaneously if you were always watching TV. But, like, there wasn't, like, the internet like that. So, it wasn't the internet of things yet. So I was like, shit, she died? Wait, what? And then, like, not a few weeks later, just everything was went to shit, so. Ooh, like. Yeah, shit was you, rough. Ooh, like, you, I, ooh, whew, whew. There are people in this world who have no idea what it's like, like, pre-9-11. And yeah. my. Or they were, like, children when it happened, like, children, children. Because I was a child, but I wasn't, like, I mean, I was, like, old preteen when that happened i think i just turned 12 or something but there's like actual like babies who have no idea Mm-hmm. like my so. younger cousins they were born in like 99 so oh, yeah. they were babies and they don't know a pre-9-11 world at all oh that's so terrible and that's why too i felt bad because like i didn't want to like rag on on Mariah too hard for this because it's like damn like everything went to shit <laughs> at once around the time of your album not only the people in like were not really feeling it but then there was no chance of them even attempting because not only did people say the movie was terrible but then like also like who would want to go to the movies yeah like this wouldn't be a movie that you would go see to make yourself feel better in a no, time of tragedy either especially when it's set in new york and there's also shot to the yes hours. and this is like one of the few films that was released 
around this time that the towers remained in the film. Yeah, because they were scrubbing them out for some yes. of them. Yes. Which kind of doesn't make, I mean, it just, I guess it depends on when it's set because you can't scrub out the Twin Towers out of a movie from like 99 or something. Like, that's weird. But people were actually doing it. They're like, no, we don't want to. I forget which movie it was, but it was an action movie that had, I forget. I feel feel like it might have, I don't want to say like it was a Terminator movie or anything, but I feel like it was an action movie that had some scenes dealing with the the towers that they had to take out because it was too close to like being released near 9-11. So they digitally removed them from the film or cut the scenes. And I feel like a lot of things also just got moved entirely. (gasps) Wait, it might've been Zoolander. What? (laughs) Oh yeah, Zoolander did come out in 2001. Didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That's the last fucking movie I thought you were going to say. Girl, I thought you were going to say something like like anything else. But yeah, like, it came movie. out uh, the 28th of September. And he had the, the towers removed from any background shots. Yeah. So, yeah. The way shit was going down around the time of this movie. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> I don't know how we got on this topic. We went from like the fucking ugly ass white limo to like <laughs> Ugh, sobering reminders of history and how it changed our world forever and how our world sucks. Like we're still in a war that's never going. Oh my god, the war is still going on. It's never going to end. And this happened eighteen years ago. Oh my god, what? Yeah, pretty much from, like, what, my first year of junior high until I'm almost 30. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Woo! So, yeah. Somebody's making money off of this shit for sure. Because, <laughs> god damn. Mm. <laughs> it's no, never ending. Uh, So, okay, I don't even know where we were, but something about this date. He got her a rose. And she's like, this is special. Yeah, like this is a date, and so you know what? I like how bold she was, and was like, "So, is this a date?" I appreciate that energy. I appreciate her asking. You gotta manage expectations because it's like, okay, like you're trying to be my manager, but then like you're also trying to like be my man. Yeah, like what am I supposed to do in this situation, and like how am I supposed to play it? Because. He's like, oh, it's not a date. But then he also puts her napkin in her lap and he ordered the food for them, which seems like traditional date behavior, even though, like, please don't ever order for me. Like, I find that so rude. <laughs> like, what reason. if I don't eat meat? Like, because I don't actually eat you meat. You don't eat meat. And then, like, what if you're like, what you ordered? I'm like, oh, that's nasty. He's like, so I got you a steak. And I'm like, gross. Well, you need to send that shit back then because... <laughs> Like, I don't eat meat, sir. Either you gotta send that shit back or take it home with you in a doggy bag because I ain't eating it. He orders her as cargo. And she's like, oh my God, what is this? Yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, it's snails from France. And she's like, so somebody went to France to to, to get this shit? And she's like, uh. <laughs> Which I don't really blame her. Like, you just can't be springing shit like that on people. Like, Ask the lady if she wants the snails, the fancy snails. 
she might surprise you, but you know, there's a good chance she won't. And let her he just, do her. Yeah, let her do her. But then he's like, it's not a date. So she um, should have slapped him in his face and left. Well, you know, we all make mistakes. So they go back to his, they stop at his house in that fucking limo. And he's like, oh, come upstairs for five minutes. I gotta get something. I was like, oh, God, child. And That's a like, setup. It is a setup because, like, that was a bruh, setup. Bruh, come on. So she says three minutes, which I was like, okay. You know what's happening, but you doing you doing your part. <laughs> You're not just like, oh my god, okay, dice, I'll come into your house. So he's, which the every time I see a movie that's set in New York and I see people's houses, I'm like in apartments. I'm like, how does this work? Even though his neighbor is kind of his neighbor just kind of shifty, but like his apartment is very nice it's a loft he's got like all these instruments and shit in it oh my god is this the scene like prince and apollonia but with less masks uh yes (laughs) at least he ain't got nobody recorded crying quote unquote crying (laughs) oh prince why did you do that it it makes me really sad when i listen to it (laughs) He don't have that, thank God. But he does have like a lot of, um, he's got like a piano, he's got marimba, he's got some other stuff. I don't know why he decided to mansplain Quincy Jones to her. Cut. She thinks she's an idiot. I was like, she sings and she's a songwriter. She's a songwriter, and also I was like, I'm sorry, I consider Mariah Carey black. So I was like, why did you just explain Quincy Jones as black girl? <laughs> like. I know she's team mixed in this movie, but I was like, she yeah. would know who Quincy Jones was. We would, everybody would know who Quincy Jones is. I was like, it's 1980, whatever the fuck. Like, so the thriller not happen. Yes. I mean, <laughs> if thriller <laughs> happened in, in, in us, in the glitter cinematic universe, if thriller happened in us, thriller happened in glitter. Don't ask me to explain it. Why? But it happened. Uh, okay. <laughs> don't don't ask me to explain why. I just, just it happened because those are like universal black symbols. Like anytime a black person exists in a movie, thriller exists. Of course, it has to. That's just what it is. I mean, that's the shit that also like kicked off fucking MTV and shit. Like, there's so many things that would not exist without Thriller that I'm just like, this white way is really explaining Quincy Jones to her. Like, even if she didn't know, like, what, which she'd have to be, like, under a rock or whatever at that point in time. But, like, anything else that Quincy Jones ever made that I would assume that she would know because if she wants to be a singer, then you would, okay. I mean... Maybe I'm I'm probably reading too much into it because whoever wrote this. And he was also it. like explaining like instruments to her like you idiot, like you dummy. <laughs> this isn't a oh, xylophone. Yeah. It's and a then like you do and he start playing it like like that. And I was just like, oh, okay. So this is what we're going to do. Okay. 
You gonna neg this girl? Okay. Does, does the whiz not exist in this either? You know she was at her mama club singing home. But the whiz came out in 78. That wouldn't have been that long ago. Her mama's house burned down before that. <laughs> it did. It did. I'm wait, sorry, wait. But it did. Oh my god. Wait. 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 Good point. Wait. Halfway oh, something happened really recently. Wait. And like if that's the only two things she would know, but she would know that, I would think. Wait. As a singer and a songwriter. Ashley, wait. Wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, wait. Let's go back. Wait. It's 1983. It's 1983. Uh. Thriller came out in 82. Okay. Thriller came out last week. Okay. Okay, yes. Um, and this is when albums lasted for a long ass time. Thriller was so, on the charts until Bad came out in 88 or 86 mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Um, how old is Billy? Uh, okay, I'm assuming that Billy has to be in her early 20s. What like, year was Billy born? Okay, if this is 83 and she's like, let's say like 20-ish, then I would say... What what year 60? was she in the club singing with her mama? How was she I don't supposed know if, to be there? I don't know if they ever said when she what year she was in the club with her mama. Billy, what what year was you in the club? Phil, if y'all know what year Billy was in the club with her mom, let us know because the, wait, these okay, timelines okay. are off. According to Wikipedia, it says in the nineteen seventies. That's still off. That is off. No, that, but she's okay. If she's like ten in the seventies, I mean, she was probably born in like the late fifties, early sixties. Ooh, they do them right dirty. I don't know why they set this so long ago. <laughs> Still, but maybe I would say probably I would probably say early sixties. Ooh. Mm. These okay. I've it's much- early sixties. Maybe early I've, to mid sixties put too much thought in it and now my mind my my brain broke i was just confused about why he was you know explaining her stuff but you know what some men do that like we talked about in the fucking we talked about in in purple rain men doing things negging all that other good shit Um, and being generally trash because dice is trash exactly and we haven't really revealed the trashness quite yet but like it's coming so um yeah, they make out next to the marimba, and then the the next part is, like, the tasteful um, falling back on the bed, but they have it hidden. Like, they have them hidden behind, like, this frosted <laughs> glass divider. And this is the part I always remember, because I remember the first time I saw this movie was on VH1, like, forever ago. Probably, like, in 2002 or something like that, 2002, 2003. Girl, the white underwear... Mm. I mean, remember Billy is broke and young. Still. So maybe it's kind of like one of those like, oh, she's so innocent. She doesn't know what she's getting into. But I was like, under that dress? Cause she's been wearing like really cute pink dresses and stuff. Like when she actually decides getting like so I guess I don't know where she found that dress. But like it was actually really cute and like not so eighties that it hurt. 
so that was a good costume decision but like was it ashley it was not a bad dress it was no it wasn't a bad dress but 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 underwear were a mistake was it time appropriate i don't know what was evening wear like in the 80s tacky i mean okay a given but like (laughs) i was just so confused because i remember watching it and i was on the phone with my friend at the time and i was like these underwear. And then you know what's so funny? I was talking to Davlin in the car on Friday. And we were talking about, I was like, yeah, we're about to record our episode in a couple of days. And she was like, yeah, that movie. And she's like, you know, I always remember that movie when they were making out. And she had on the white underwear. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, me too. Like, Mm. it's just like that's the most unsexiest thing I've ever heard of and maybe cause but she said it was a date she thought it was a date so I was like why would you go to white underwear for a date I mean maybe it was her good draws maybe it was her lip draws <laughs> her good draws okay those are Hanes I mean in the pack people could have a five pack one bonus pair looking <laughs> Hanes draws it's fine she could have her lucky bloomers it's okay. Her get lucky bloomers. Yeah. <laughs> it is okay. Yeah. Also, the sex scene was like, not even a sex scene. It was just like a falling back on the bed thing. And I was it like, was just like, oh, boop, we done. Yeah. And then he's got, girl, he had like black silk sheets. And I was like, this is so, this is so far back in time. And she was like, yeah, I don't normally do this. And he said, this is when he started fucking up. He said, I can tell. Ah! <gasps> And she was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, you got to punt the white boy out his own, the window of his own home. Like, just open a window and just toss him out. I how, how dare you? wanted to stab him. Like, How dare you talk to her like that? I told I, her, like, oh, just come, come up to my house for like five minutes. And, mm. Bitch. Mm. Why are the men in both of these movies like, I know it's Prince, but I was like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Both these movies, I was like, man, I would punch you across the room. (laughs) He said that. And then having like the, I have trust issues, so you know, I don't really do this kind of thing. And I was like, oh, this is so terrible. Like this, after this post-coital discussion, I was like, go to sleep. (laughs) <laughs> go to sleep <laughs> or leave <laughs> one of the two actually yelling at yelling at TV go to sleep <laughs> like an angry black mama just go to bed your bedtime is now go to bed I gotta, I gotta sleep <laughs> go to fucking sleep yo. like there's no more we don't need no more just discussion so okay after this I guess they got money to start recording and they're recording lover boy, which is the song that we've been talking about. Now I also was very confused by this part because I was like, you're taking some liberties here. So what you're telling me, a black girl, a black woman of a certain age, that this white man produced this song in this movie that uses the iconic candy by cameo beat. I mean, I know it's fiction, but shit, man. Rod Templeton 
is a white man. Okay, so I guess that's this is the. I feel like it's such a staple as a as a. Oh wait, Rob Rob Temperton. Okay. He is. Wait, is that the dude that we working with? Yep. He wrote. He helps write a lot of stuff. He wrote like always and forever. <laughs> and rock with you and off the wall. And give me the night. Oh shit. Give me the night. And he has some bops. Like he had that kind of like spice. He's a songwriter. He worked with Michael Jackson a lot. He helped write Thriller. Okay. And a lot of Thriller. I will take this. I will take this. It still makes me upset because I was just like, we're giving this man a lot, aren't we? But you know what? I will I will allow it. I mean today. It is dice and dice sucks, so <laughs> it really is bad. And <laughs> he is really terrible. So um I think what the next part is they she she hears the song on the radio for the first time. What else happened in the scene? Because my DVD, I guess I might really like this part. I don't know. But, like, my DVD was fucked up. They get out the car there in, like, an old-timey taxi that looks like it's from the set of Dick Tracy. (laughs) (laughs) And they get out of the taxi. And, like, they got that taxi from, like, 1942. And they get out of the taxi to dance in the street. And everybody's like, the fuck, y'all? This is modern day. This is... 1983 in New York. Why are y'all in the street? And they were like, we need to listen. Like, we need to call someone. I need to hear this song. So she goes to a payphone and she calls Luis and Roxanne. And she's like, girl, turn on the radio. And they turn on the radio and then they start dancing to the song because Billy is on the radio. Well, damn, I missed all of this. So my DVD was extra fucked up. And they're like celebrating because like she made it. She is a big time she on the radio in New York. This is the way things would happen back then. Mm-hmm. And from there, I think this is kind of things, like, kind of take off a little bit. She got the video, right? I think. Publicist. Yes. This is when they're trying to, like, make her image, like, kind of... This is when whatchamacallit starts, Dice starts kind of acting funny because he, I feel like he starts to realize he's not necessary anymore because she's. No, because she's the talent. And they start getting like a team to build a brand and build her image, which is a good thing because he would definitely ruin it for her. But also they had her kind of looking really, really ridiculous. Billy with Louise and Roxanne dressed up like Tina Turner slash like a Bond girl. Was she? Wait, were her friends there? I thought they were just a bunch of dudes. Oh, no. The first video, it was her and the her friends are background dancers. And she had on like oh. a bikini with like a see-through like cloth like a piece of fabric over her 
and Louise and um, Roxanne were in the background in like really cute little like mini dresses, like go-go dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like dancing and the um, the director was upset because she felt he felt like uh, Billy wasn't sexy enough. Oh, so my DVD was extra fucked up because I didn't see none of that. <laughs> oh, and he wanted the two, like he wanted Louise and um, Roxanne to be fired because he felt like they weren't sexy either. And so that's when they fired them and they wanted the, that's when they got like the background dancers of the guys mm. and had her in that the bikini. That was fucking ridiculous because they had them all they were supposed to be like the flames around her or something. They had like painted like they were their arms and stuff or chests were all painted and and I don't know what the concept was supposed to be. But they were all like grabbing up on her and shit. And I was like she looked like she was like, I'm just gonna hear and lip sync to my shit, but uh I don't really like this. And Dice is like, Look at this. This is terrible. You got her looking crazy and and he yanks her off the set. Yeah, he he be he used to grab her a little too much. I ain't like that. Uh-huh. And in front of her record label too, and her record label was like, take the L bitch. And he was like, All right, cool. You think I'm overacting? Okay, fine. And he just like yanks her off the set and I'm like You can't be right. doing that, sir. Like What right. Like, why are you messing up her shit? Like obviously if she's uncomfortable then, you know, if you recognize it, you can go up to her and be like, hey, so this is looking kind of janky. Uh, do you like this? And she could be like, no, I think this is trash. And then that's when you can, you know, go off. But, like, why are you embarrassing her? Embarrassing as embarrassing, motherfucker. <laughs> but I guess this makes sense because the next scene is, like, them like her Roxanne and uh, Louise like going shopping and I was so confused because I was like I guess she just like making it rain on her friends mm-hmm. I guess maybe they um maybe they did that to I guess so she could like make it up to them yeah for always like having her I assume it was like for always having her back and my yeah, label just like fired y'all out of nowhere yeah like trash so like yeah and there's also i love how everybody was super brawless in this moment i just noticed that (laughs) everybody was brawless and i was like you know what go ahead i support it um and also the fact that she has friends which the kid did not who would want to be friends with the kid though i don't know would you be friends with the kid hell no <laughs> Man, we would be straight up fighting. <laughs> he left you in the the waters of not Lake Minnetonka. Like some creek? Bruh. <laughs> I got I done jumped in this creek and I'm wearing leather pants and I'm wet. And I gotta put on these leather pants. Hell no. Like we would be fighting. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, I don't know how this would go. She just did not have any friends, but like, at least she's not a complete asshole in this movie. She actually does not take tur- like turn into an asshole this whole movie. Yeah, that's usually like 
in these type of movies, the the main character has like that diva moment where she turns all of her friends away. Like that's she, like in every movie. That's she literally every like movie. I'm a huge bitch now. Like yeah. I have word vomit, and I just kept talking about Regina George, and I can see people don't give a fuck what I'm talking about, but I keep talking about how <laughs> Regina George is like those uh-huh. moments. Yeah, but uh, this one didn't have it. I mean, the kid was already, like, kind of shitty to everybody already. So, like, he didn't really have that moment either. But, like, that's, like, a big thing that happens, especially when you become, like, famous and, like, money gets involved. And usually, like, with money, you, you spend all this shit and, and the label will replace all your friends. And, and they're like, oh, we don't need these people that you came up with. Because I think that happened. That did happen to Mariah Carey. Like, the person that she was writing her demo with, I believe. Um, or doing a lot, a lot of her early songwriting with, they like kind of got rid of that person. Hmm. And so it was kind of an awkward situation. Probably fucking Tommy. <laughs> like, all right, you don't need these people. But um, yeah. Which is kind of fucked up because I don't know. Usually people like they want them to. Um, they're like, oh, you have to work with the best producers and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, they always do it so dirty, too. So I was like, here, get the fuck out. You're like, at what cost? Yeah. I, I feel um, like fame is always like, at what cost? Right. Because it usually, um, it usually does not go well. Like, nobody can ever really like prepare themselves um for any of that shit and even like fame is different now it's worse it's way worse yeah like you can get famous for literally nothing like you could get famous like that you could get famous in an instant Mm -hmm. and it like it's always at what cost. Like, if I get famous, do I have to have a terrible wig? Like, these are things that you have to consider. Like, do I, I love ha- how you tried to just sneak that in there. I love it. I love it. What? I mean, these are things I think about. Like, would I trade a bad wig for fame? Like, would I really trade a bad wig for fame, Ashley? I wish I could I could just look at you in your eyes right now. And so I'm just staring at your avatar on the computer like, Brittany. These are questions. Or, but seriously, like, do you have to give up your friends, your family, your old neighborhood, like, your whole life for fame? Like, is it worth it? I feel like some people, like, they'll, they'll bring that. Like, Rihanna. Rihanna brings her, fan, her friends and her family from Barbados, like, pretty much everywhere. Like, she's not – she's still pretty tight with people that she grew up with. Um, but she's, like, a rare example. And think of – for certain – yeah, she is really rare. Because, like, there are certain people I think of at, like, different levels of fame. And Rihanna is pretty up there. And then another person I think about is Beyonce. And yeah. – Unfortunately, look at how isolating her fame is. 
it's very isolating because number one, y'all are wild and y'all don't give her the respect and privacy that she deserves. Um, and then just that whole shit with like, like the Destiny's Child shit probably fucked up things for her. Um, in a way that's probably not very, um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she's still like, I don't know if she's in contact because of course we don't really see Beyonce anywhere unless she wants to be seen. But like, and um, like think of I know that probably about that though. Like her relationships a lot though, like in those early years. Like imagine not being able to go to Target. That would suck. Although I've seen her in Target. Yeah. Now because somebody to took a damn picture. That, yeah, nobody took a picture and put it on internet for us regular ass people to see. But like yeah. you, like you, you don't necessarily get to be a person anymore. And yeah, I don't talk to y'all. And that's that is exactly why. Yeah. And and I don't have to do this. Y'all leave me alone. I'm. I've worked too hard for this. <laughs> Which is why she don't give interviews and shit either. Besides the fact y'all were wilding the fuck out <laughs> when she's pregnant with Blue. That's probably the last interview she gave on camera. That wasn't, like, directed by somebody at Parkwood. Mm. I forgot all about that. If I was pregnant after having a miscarriage or, like, two miscarriages, I, don't, I forgot how many she had, and then all of a sudden you all hear, she's not actually pregnant. Look at the evidence. The Illuminati. Like, if I'm that like, were to happen okay, to me, cool. after I had my baby, I would, I would fight every one of y'all. That's why she don't talk to nobody because she don't have to talk to anybody. She don't give interviews no more. She don't have to. At this point, I'm like, if a story gives an interview, I feel like if it's like one of my favorite singers or somebody, I'm like, I feel so grateful because you don't have to do this. She really doesn't. She's one of the few that she don't have to make a whole big scene about everything because y'all gonna buy it regardless. And um, it's a better way. Of, it's probably one of the few ways that she has control of anything in her life general sphere yeah so if she gotta put everything on lockdown because y'all are out here wilding then same but i don't that doesn't really happen in this movie though which is weird she walks down the streets in this movie that's why i was trying to figure out like what is a time frame of this movie like after i figured out this movie takes place in the 80s how long did her rise of fame actually take and how famous is she actually? Okay, she's famous and then she's not famous because like I like like I know a lot of people like to live in New York because there's so many damn people anyway that you and you know, it's not like I feel like New Yorkers attitude towards famous people is pretty like oh yeah, there's there's that person or whatever. Yeah, they live here. But like um it's like a different scene from like LA or whatever because even though there's a lot of famous people roaming around in LA I feel like the 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 atmosphere is a little different so I know people I've read interviews in the past it's like oh yeah I can like I like New York because I can take the subway and I don't have to be bothered and stuff like that like it's, usually it's like an actor or somebody um but she's like really she's got the number one album or at least the number one single I'm assuming, or something along that lines. But also, like, there's, like, one moment where she's mobbed by the paparazzi. But then 
there's a whole bunch of other moments where she's just like walking around New York like it's whatever. I think this is when Terrence comes back. This is when Terrence comes back. And he's still trying to work with Silk. And him and Dice have this weird conversation because Dice has still not paid Terrence for like Billy, which is such a weird, that's a weird sentence, but like, I don't know how else to frame it. <laughs> but he like, cause they didn't, they have like a contract. But I feel like it wasn't like a written contract. Yeah, it was probably like a handshake type deal. I don't know. He like insults him. I don't know what the whole, like, you got food in your crib. <laughs> I was like, who let this man say this? Uh, uh, <laughs> We're like dumbfounded. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know, but I definitely was like, well, Terrence is going to murk this man. Uh, and then there's some other shit where Billy buys him a fancy keyboard. He asks her to move in. This isn't the point I realized, like, Mariah Carey is as tall as this man about in heels. <laughs> you know, we don't really trust the shorties over here, so, yo. And then there's a weird thing where <laughs> I think she starts writing, like, a song that is inspired by her mom because he's trying to, like, she wants to find her mom but she can't because the records stop like 10 years prior, which is a, the timeline. <laughs> and like, would they really keep track of where you are if you're given up to the state? Like, it didn't seem like they made any attempts to reconnect her with her mom. Like, if she was in like the foster care system, they would have kept like, wouldn't they have kept track of where the mom is and like oh girl are you getting yourself together so you can get billy back like from i don't know how it works to be honest. this one it just seems like she gave her up for adoption and that was it and like don't contact me no more yeah this shit. relationship is done like yeah. maybe we could find a better home for my daughter yeah so i don't i don't know what i don't know how it works um and i don't know I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. But it's all weird. Um, yeah. So, uh, her her song is number one for 10 weeks, which a rarity. You definitely don't see shit like that no more. Um, and they want her to make like a fancy dance pop crossover. Um, but they don't like her album. Like the stuff that they make, they don't like it. And they're like, well, here's here's something. Here's a crazy idea. Why don't you stop working with Dice <laughs> and work with somebody else? Work with other producers. And he's salty about it. Oh, yeah. He's so mad. He's salty. And randomly, they're like, oh, yeah, you're, you're supposed to sing at this award show. Get in the car. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what? They just ushered her into the like limo and we're like, here, we're going to this random award show. You're gonna sing in like a couple days. Let's do rehearsals. I'm like I feel like we're stretching. <laughs> we're stretching things ex- extremely. 
It's like and, the U.S. of Music Awards or some shit. Yeah, and I was like, they just like push her out. I was like, y'all not gonna discuss dancers, like background, design, lighting, any of that. And the person in front of her, because I, I don't, it's like an assembly line, basically. So, um, randomly, Eric Benet is, <laughs> I don't know what his character's name is, but he's singing at the piano. And he's, like, doing his run-through or whatever. And I was like, first of all, when's the last time you saw Eric Benet? Um, This movie and then when Holly Berry left him. Well, you know, I mean... Do men deserve rights? No. As I have asked <laughs> several times. The answer is always negative. <laughs> in the negative for sure uh so i don't know if this is the same awards but like the awards i guess are that night or like some other thing is that night and so they're walking the red carpet and dice is like uh, i don't know what was happening but his shirt is unbuttoned and she's looking all glamorous and stuff and he looking kind of Musty, yeah, like a like a boy band member, but like not as good as one. And then his belt was like a charm belt or some shit. I was like, <laughs> the outfits. I cannot speak. I cannot say any more about how terrible the outfits are. Her her glamorous stuff is cute, but like, mm. it's bad. Uh, and he's mad because nobody at the party is paying attention to him. And at this point, I was like, you know what? This is turning into a star is born. <laughs> I've not seen any of those movies. Of the 8,000 star is born? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen any version of any of it. It's... It, it, so, I mean, I think we talked about this, but we never, you know, this was on one of the lost episodes. So, like, in A Star is Born, basically, he's kind of a wreck, and she's, like, an ingenue, and they get together, and then she gets really famous, and then his star goes lower because he's, like, an alcoholic or a drug addict or a combination of whatever. And so, he gets kind of aggy because... Number one, his career is trash. And number two, he's abusing substances. And so, like, he's ruining her career trajectory because he's trash. But, like, this is exactly what starts to happen. <laughs> this is, like, several movies in one. Mm. And he gets mad at Eric Benet because Eric Benet's like, yeah, I'd love to work with both of y'all. Like, both of y'all, okay? He could have said, I just want to work with you, Billy. But he wants to work with both of them. And then Dice comes over here talking about lying. He lies about working with Quincy Jones. <sighs> like, okay. And then, so they get in the car. And this is the scene I, like, message you about. Where they get in the limo, it's like him, 
uh, Billy and then Roxanne and Louise. And he starts getting on her about how Eric Benet only wants to work with you because you're dressed all sexy and you're, 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 you know, your dress is all low cut. The dress was not even low cut. It was like a normal sweetheart, like cut or whatever. It wasn't even that serious. She didn't have her titties out and <laughs> or anything. And then, like, they're, I don't know. He starts like arguing with her. And of course, like her friends, like kind of be like, "Yo, like, can you chill the fuck out?" And he, first of all, he called one of me called. He said mouth to one of them. He called her mouth, and then he called the brat a fat ass. And then he went back and called um, Roxanne a roach bag, and I was like, "A roach bag?" <laughs> so confused. I was like, "Excuse me." I was, so I was like, this is the time where you had to push him out the car. Literally lean over and open the Buick because I'm sure like child safety locks were not really like popping like that. So you could easily go and open the back of the Buick and just shove him out and let him do a barrel roll and figure out his way home because <laughs> roach bag. He called that one a grown woman a roach bag. I was like, this man, I want him dead. <laughs> this was the moment I was like, this man gotta die. Absolutely. Uh, uh. As soon as you call you call somebody a fat ass, like I was outdone. I was oh, I was over it. I was like, Yeah. This your man? This your man, Billy? This your Is man? Is this your king? Is this your king? <laughs> Is this your white king? It's your snow king. <laughs> I I was so upset. Like I was so upset. But then she didn't follow her friends out the car. Cause they like get out the car, like, we're not gonna stand for this. And that should have caused some beef. I mean, her friends are pissed, but she didn't get the car. And I was like, girl, don't be none of this stick by your man shit. He literally just called your friends roaches. He said you were dressed like trash and that the only reason why somebody wanted to work with you is because they wanted to have sex with you. And like, Mm. what are we doing, sir? Because I remember you come up to my house for five minutes. Like, ugh, you just mad. See, she started to do stuff without him and he went crazy. Mm. Mm, just, mm, mm. No. Um But she's still living with him and stuff too, even though they've been fighting. Like, I guess he apologized to her and she takes him back or whatever. And I'm like, girl, we don't have time for this. And at one point, uh, She's like coming home from grocery shopping. I was like, when is Mariah Carey grocery shop? <laughs> I feel like Mar- the actual Mariah Carey has not like went grocery shopping for herself since you know, so- 1987. Probably not since she was like poor. Yes. <laughs> and I remember I was watching this, um, this interview with Liam Gallagher from Oasis. Oh, this is from like 2018, I think. And the guy, he always asks like interesting questions, the person who's interviewing him. And he was like, so, you know, 
I think that he he always frames it like he's about to ask a question that they've already heard forever. So I think he was Liam was thinking they were going to ask him like, oh, when are you going to get back together with your brother and say sorry and Bruh. be friends again? Which is probably never. But he asked him, oh, so what's the best way to like make potatoes? And he was like, he like described something. He was like, well, you do put them in an oven, right? <laughs> like you can put them in the oven. I was like, Liam, when's the last time you cooked for yourself? He, he don't know. He too busy, like, beefing with his brother, cussing him out on Twitter every day. <laughs> every, every couple weeks, he just lets him have it. <laughs> it's fun to watch. It's fun. <laughs> he be getting at him. He really does. I'm like, oh, Mama Gallagher is somewhere just shaking her head like. My boy. My boy. I can't do a British accent. Me, <laughs> me boy. <laughs> So bitch, if we have, you know, we have British listeners. So, (laughs) me boy, (laughs) I'm so sorry. I apologize to anybody from the UK who's listening to this. I don't know what just happened. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, that was trash. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Beauty's on one today. On one. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brittany's, or not Brittany. <laughs> Billy has come home to find Terrence Howard is once again in her space. And uh, she didn't know about the deal. And what do you know? Dice still ain't paid this man. And he's basically like, listen, if I don't get my money, uh, some shit's going to go down. I'm going to shoot every motherfucker in this bitch, man. (laughs) 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 I mean, we've been making fun of Terry Tower, but has he not bounced back from this and then kind of bounced off? He needs to bounce straight to hell. But <laughs> we we forget stuff like he uh, is raggedy. He's raggedy. He is abusive. Yep. Um, he got cases, guys. Like, how are you gonna assault your wife on a plane or your girlfriend, <laughs> your partner? Like, no. Uh, well, yeah. So gosh. he's trash. He's trash, guys. He's still, I'm not surprised he's still working, but I'm surprised he's still working. It's weird. Are you? Well, I mean, like, you know, not to mince things and split hairs, but sometimes certain color abusers do not get the same second chances as others. So the fact that he... I mean, he. Ooh, a, wait, he, and this is an ongoing thing. If, you know, because you're like, damn, you're trash. But then they also be letting the other trash people be getting back and like directing movies and accepting awards at the Academy Awards and blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. not that I want Terrence Howard to be at the awards ceremony. I just want everybody to go to mm-hmm. hell if they need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Send them straight to hell, please. So, Immediately. He did bounce, and then he should have bounced right back. But you see him every week as Lucius. Lucius, um, 
Empire. <laughs> What's scary? Lucius Lion. Lucius. He, you know what the fuck with Lucius Empire? <laughs> Lucius Fox. No, that's for Batman. It's not no damn Lucius Fox. Lucius Fox is yes. <laughs> Another creep. Goddamn Morgan Freeman. Every time I uh, listen to the Bodega Boys, Mero, one of Mero's AKAs is Lucius Lion ass nigga. <laughs> What he does is like, I'm Lucius lying ass nigga. He's <laughs> like, come on, cookie. I'm like, oh God, this is, oh God. So, <sighs> I guess Terrence Howard has like nine lives or some shit. I don't know. So, don't you guys forget. Remember that we told you, mate. We told you. <laughs> also, he from Cleveland. I don't understand where he get that mate from. I don't, I don't get it. Either. Oh wait, he's from he Chicago. Sounded... He is I from the he... Midwest, and he was raised in Cleveland. Okay, but he sounds like he's from Kentucky or Tennessee. So, like, what's happening? And I know sometimes I sound country, but I don't get it. I don't understand. That's like a that's a twenty four hour job that he's doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um. Mm. 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 Well, Billy tells Dice that, uh, you know, this stranger is threatening her. Well, not stranger, but, you know, this man's threatening her in their house or whatever. He's like, in our house where we sleep. <laughs> and he goes off to, like, I guess he goes to go beat his ass and got arrested in the process. Like, what, honestly, what is... What was Dice really gonna do? Nothing. Like, what? What? What would he do? Against Terrence Howard? Mm. I mean, he gets him, but then he gets arrested like immediately. <laughs> so that one lick really—I mean, he got it in, but at what cost? Mm. So this is the part that like confuse me because they basically figure out like Dice is in jail and for some reason they send Billy to go get him out of jail and there's like a bunch of paparazzi but I was like why didn't the label go and bail him out like go get the, like, the publicist or the assistant or whatever but I guess that they're not really working with him like that but then she could have pulled some, something was not right here I guess they were trying to show like oh she's super famous and look at the, the trials and tribulations between their relationship mm. but this is like one of the only times that she's like mobbed by the paparazzi the only time people recognize her is during mess yeah so i was so confused i was like well then why didn't they just well how famous is she <laughs> like we said um and i forget <laughs> I guess there's like another part where they're fighting again. I forget over what. And he's mad because, oh, you always want to put your career first or whatever. I'm like, that's how she met you, bruh. Like, (laughs) men are so, listen, if you get that, if you start doing better than your male partner and he gets all pissy, it's time to. Time to, time to pack up your shit and leave. You gotta have a mature conversation about the situation. If he can't handle it maturely, 
It's time to bounce. And he was not mature at all for any reason whatsoever. And, and he almost hits her. Oh, yeah. Because mm. he was like, your mother would have been proud. And she slaps him and he almost hits her. And she's like, oh, nope, okay. And she's like, this is over. Right. And she goes and gets her cat and her shit and leaves him. And luckily her friends take her back. And then there's a montage of them where she's like working with Eric Benet and he's writing on his little keyboard and playing songs and stuff. And uh, <laughs> they actually, okay, so her and Eric Benet actually make like, or at least they start to make a song that kind of feels like it would be not as dancey as, as what she was making with Dice. Mm-hmm. I was like, it kind of sounds like like Honey, Mariah, like that, like that era. And I was like, damn, you see when you get blacks in the room, you see what happens. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, like I think, I think they were trying to like kind of replicate some of the sounds of her music, and then also Mariah was like, let's try to bring back the '80s, but like it was too soon. So like, you know, putting cameo on the track and stuff, but like. I liked whatever she was making with Eric Benet better. Yeah, it was just better music. It was better. They're going to leak it to the radio station, which I was like, oh, God. <laughs> the the music industry really isn't shit. So, uh, and then somehow, during all this, she has sold out Madison Square Garden. Which, Okay. Like, I don't, so, there was a thing, I was reading about this, there was, like, a period between, like, her first, like, I guess, like, it was, like, her first two albums, maybe, for two or three, where she wouldn't tour, and people were like, is she only a studio singer? And so people were starting to doubt her, and that's when she did her MTV Unplugged uh, session, where she sang it all live and stuff. And then people are like, oh, she can sing. But I was kind of, like, confused because, like, is this, like, a one-off? Is she on tour? We, I feel like we skipped some steps. Like, all the steps? All the steps. But then she's only got one song. Two songs because she, she got two. She got, two songs. She got, I'm a shake his head, hey. <laughs> and she got the song with Eric Benet. That's enough okay. for a tour. Look at okay. oh, you could do. Look at Old Town Road. Look at that. Aw, little Nas. He got a little EP out now. He got more songs. He, he got because he did perform at one point. And I was like, well, what did he sing after that? Like, so he sang the song again. <laughs> <laughs> I love him because he's such a little troll. He, he is. Like, I have no idea who Kurt Cobain is. <laughs> he's, yeah. <laughs> he has a song credit on his song. <laughs> he has like a writing credit on his song. <laughs> he was like, I have no idea who that is. Bless his little heart. But he's being, he's kidding. He he knows. <laughs> he's just being, a, he's, he's being ridiculous, which I'm always like, every time I see one of his, his tweets, I'm like, you are playing the game. And it's not annoying yet, so keep playing it because I'm entertained. 
I liked his tweets when he's talking about the label said I could take my cowboy hat off. Oh, they said I had to put it back on. <laughs> he kills me. He kills me. He's so ridiculous. <laughs> but I mean, he's not selling out Madison Square Garden. Not yet. No. No, but... Maybe a house of blues. You know, I mean, it's okay to start small, (laughs) y'all. I don't get this part. I mean, she was performing earlier, but then, like, they kind of skipped that part. So, they skipped a lot. Because I don't (laughs) even think they had, like, like, an album release party or anything. Like, they skipped that whole section. Is there even an album? I don't know. I don't know how this would work. I don't know. I, no. That's why I was and like, how long, how long, what is the time frame on this whole thing? Six months. That's, I was like, how long does this take? Like, what is, what, what are we looking at here? When you're achieving, <laughs> when you're achieving your dreams, I mean. Because all of this technically would be like a year. Like, this would be a year, even if it was like a fast rise. Like, I'm looking, I'm thinking about, like, Megan. Like, she's not even on on, and it's been a while. It's been, like, I want to say two, three years? Maybe four. But, I mean, since I've heard of her, or at least listened, started listening to her music, was, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. So, it's still continuous, but, um, yeah. I guess that's with the, the the whole part of like mytholo- mythologizing your your rise to fame. It's like you can take whatever liberties you want because mm-hmm. of course this happens when you achieve your dreams. You. So. <laughs> but then okay, this scene where they are writing a song. But they're not writing the song together. But they're writing the same song? Yes, because he starts writing Melody for Billy, which he's writing the music. And she's writing a song, but like the lyrics. And then there's a song, I guess. Is this song called Never Too Far Away? Yeah. Never too far away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm no Billy Frank, guys. I'm just sitting here in disbelief that you did that. You did that. You did that. And without hesitation. Oh, never too far. No, it's Okay. I can't believe you. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, yeah, their hearts are synced. They share one soul, one mind, one heart. Twin flames. Like Prince. Twin flames. And all his girlfriends. Mm -hmm. We're twin. Hashtag twin flames. (laughs) So um, she still has the keys to her, um, to his house. And... She goes in. <laughs> she sees the music that he wrote, and she plays it on the piano. And I was like, "You're really in this man's house when he's not there." 
And she also sees that he bought a ticket for her show to Madison Square Garden. Uh, and she, I guess she kisses the sheet music winner so he knows she's there. And uh, she, like, leaves right before he shows up. And... He sees it, he's like, wow, great. And he, like, I guess he goes to leave to, like, go to the show or some shit. I don't know where he was going to go. But Terrence rolls up. Like. What out? Where my money, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Terrence. And D- uh, Dice is like, fuck you, man. Yeah. And he goes and rolls up. Do you not think that somebody would have a gun? I mean, if somebody asks you for your money, like their money for like months and months and months. I mean, maybe, maybe that's white privilege. <laughs> you know what? You might be right because he really did not even consider that maybe. Yeah. I might get a gun pulled on me in a second because this man has asked me for his money at least three or four times and rolled up on your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And White privilege is thinking nothing is going to happen. <laughs> well, something happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let the sing. And I was like, oh my God, like my prayers are answered. Stop. Oh my god. Because <laughs> like, I I wrote down many times like this man needs to die. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I want this man dead immediately. Like when he nagged her at the restaurant, it's like this man gotta die. And then when he called the Brad a fat ass and their friend the roach bag, I was like, this man needs to go to the grave. <laughs> and I never like this shook me because I never expected this man to get shot at point blank range and die. <laughs> Cause I didn't know. I did not know. And I was watching, I was like, he did. <laughs> I was like, Lord, he did. <laughs> this fictional man did. At this point, I was like, this is a star is born. <laughs> For sure. Because she's getting ready. For the show, and uh, actually she's late, and then like they, like her publicist gives a call that Dice is dead, and they're watching it like being announced on TV, which I was like, how important is this man? His I, whatever. So <laughs> like that they're announcing this on television, and um, she she arrives like right when they're watching the announcement, and she decides to still go out on stage. <laughs> And perform, and they're doing their like the dancers are doing her whole thing, and she's all glammed up. And I was like, This is such a Mariah moment because I mean, who doesn't do glam as, as much as Mariah does? Yeah, so I mean, she walks out there like. <laughs> Like Lana Del Rey, <laughs> just kind of like, oh, my boyfriend did, and she <laughs> makes a speech. <laughs> she makes a speech, and says, you know, don't take anybody for granted because you might never tell them that you love them, and they may, you know, you want to tell them, 
how much you care about them, but they gone. I was like, well, girl, I mean, he was trash and he almost hit you. So like. Mm hmm. Basically, we don't care, Billy. Sorry. <laughs> we know you love. We know that was your king. But you know how terrible it is to like like a celebrity and then watch them be with a terrible person. Yes. So many. I'm not um, gonna say no names, but we know because a lot of them are. I still think it is insane that Vic Cannon and Mariah Carey went together. Uh, that, why are you bring that up? Because we are talking about Mariah Carey in general. <laughs> I we are alluding to other singers, but we are speaking about Mariah Carey in general, and this is how her life, even though she didn't get to this point in her life. If I would been, that would be omitted from <laughs> the movie if that was know, up to me. I'd be like, we're not including that. They were together like, for a long time. Who are these adorable? Who's these baby? Who them baby's daddy? Don't worry about it. Surrogate? No, not surrogate. Like just like. <laughs> Dissemination, like immaculate conception. Like, don't worry about them babies, daddy. Like, don't worry about it. Because we're not going to talk about this at all. Like, when that happened, I was like, what? Right. Like, you. It's... How, y'all... How did this happen? They were together for eight years. So weird because. Married for eight years. Like, that's like somebody marrying, like, Cory Booker. Like, how can you marry somebody so corny? Like, Swag how? Notice. How? Is how? Is the one that was wearing the uh, the face mask with the Louis Vuitton? Yes. Like, right. how? How? You're Mariah Carey, and we love you. But baby, How? But but then she told that billionaire that she he wasted her time to pay up. I power move like she sued a man <laughs> for wasting your time. Oh my god! I'm gonna put that in my playbook when yeah, I get famous. Then, like and, give him like literally rip out like a receipt from like a receipt book and be like, you owe me. Like here is the invoice. Give me money because I wasted my time. I deserve this amount in emotional labor. Emotional labor. I have children that got attached to you and shit like that. So then I got to tell them that uh, your old billionaire ass ain't coming around no more. Ooh. This is why I love her. Like, <laughs> her, literally her mind. Like, her mind. Not only does she have great songs. But also her general um, intolerance for bullshit. Yes, <laughs> it's great. It is wonderful. So uh, she sings this song. She sings "Never Too Far." <laughs> I don't know how the band knows how to play, but like the singers are like, or the dancers are on the side, like, "Oh my god, this is so great!" Of course, she gets. She knows she sings the fucking song. And the house is like, you know, bring the house down. Everybody loves Doug and Billy. How could you not? But also, Dice left her a card. I guess he had found her mother. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, social services found your mother. Like, that was his last, like, 
No, he's like, oh, I can't wait to like we speak again and stuff like that. So she's all depressed. But then like we found your mom, and I was very confused by that. Yeah, he's like, can't wait to hang out. See you next week when we find go. You know, visit your mom upstate. She live on a farm and shit. You know, cause I found her. And I was like, why do you know this before she does? Cause I was trying to get back in your good graces. Good graces have to be in a dickhead. But like, how do you? I just was so confused by this. Like, how do you know? How does he? How does, how was this information released to you before it was released to her next of kin? <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody at social services need to get fired. <laughs> mm, so, um, they just go to wherever her mama lives in the limo. Like after the show, like she's in her her best glam um, in the back of his limo for like, I guess eight hours or whatever until it takes him to get to where she is. And Billy's mama is clean and sober, living in a nice house in the middle of nowhere. Uh, they basically embrace <laughs> love conquers all. Dice is dead. Uh, Terrence Howard is still on the loose. <laughs> but mother and daughter have been reunited. Yes. And that's how the movie ends. Yes. Uh, a film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, girl, I, I honestly, I don't want to say this film was disrespectful to Mariah Carey, but this film was kind of disrespectful to Mariah Carey. Like, I, I feel like this had the opportunity to be a fun musical, like a fun movie based on her life and her music. And it could have been fun. It could have still had some dramatic moments, but it didn't have to be what it was. Um, It just wasn't good. And it also wasn't bad enough to be fun. It was just kind of there. Like, yeah. Right. Like, and that's a good point, too, is, like, it didn't really utilize the music really well to where it had a, a, like, it made sense in the movie. Like, aside from being like, oh, she performed this song, like, her and Dice made this song together, and and it's on the radio, like, congratulations. Like, it's not, uh, this is where it goes back to the fictionalized part of her life because if this was an actual like genuine Mariah biopic uh they could have used like she had so much music at this time before this album even this movie ever came out she had what one two three four five six seven albums worth of music including her Christmas album. And all of it they was used none of it. good. Like, you Butterfly was released. 
butterfly. Like we could have got some from emotions. We could have got some. Like what do we? We could have seen. We we could have talked about how Mariah Carey owns Christmas. <laughs> like like I don't get it. And so um. It, it it's just a miss oppor- it it was kind of like a missed opportunity it it could have been really really fun and it just wasn't and it it sucks because it kind of tanked her career and now that we know like what she was going through it's kind of a little bit more devastating yeah when you like- think about it yeah, she's, like, having mental health issues and all kinds of stuff. And then, like, and then that, I mean, something that, you know, it's a big step for her to step out of her, like, normal-ass, like, like music. Because, like, if she's doing music, there's no problem. But once you get into acting and stuff, it's a completely different world. It, stuff works differently. And so that you're already doing something new that you're not used to and probably comfortable with completely. And then... Like it just like tanks. Mm-hmm. So, it, but it's it's bad. It's bad, guys. Yeah, and then I don't know. Like that, I don't know why they didn't use her music. They gotta do that over. <laughs> yeah, like let's give it an, another shot. And, and they could have done too, like. After that whole thing with like her out like this tanking and stuff like that, they could have done like the the whole like um like emancipation of Mimi era. That could have been like where it ended or like when she had her babies or something, like Yeah. Cause you got you could have the comeback and then you could have like the baby and then if you wanted to have like a like a regular ass like this is how the the timeline of the movie would work kind of thing, I think that would be that's that would be like an like an obvious thing to me. But I mean, we can't have everything. <laughs> we can't have it all. Yeah, and like, kind of one one thing that I was like thinking about earlier when we were talking about like the TRL incident and Mm -hmm. knowing like what she went through after the fact because I don't think it came out that she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder until last year yeah it was really 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 recently oh it says April 2018 um very recent and so she's been like living with you know her bipolar disorder for you know wait what year is it like 18 18 years mm-hmm. but like the way the media frames women in mental health is very different from men like when Mariah had her TRL moment it was a joke like it was a very, very, very big joke. Yeah. And when you go back and watch the clip, she was literally saying she was tired and how therapy is important. And that's 
Oh, that's like a red flag. That's somebody calling out for help. And everybody, like, I remember jokes about it, like, on, like, oh, at that time, I used to watch, like, Jay Leno and, like, Conan O'Brien. And yeah. how it was just made light of. And then you also think about Britney and her, like, when she was going through what she went through in 2007. It's a joke. Like, it's it's funny. It it you're you're making light of someone in crisis and it's always the women who experience something like this but yeah it's not the same narrative is not given to men who are going through something and you can see the signs like the person i'm thinking of is kanye he's expressing his genius and he he is not expressing his genius. And that's not me discrediting him for his talent. The way that people speak about him is not necessarily the same way they spoke about Britney. And it's not necessarily the same way they spoke about Mariah. Mm-hmm. Well, also, too, like, people do not give singers credit for anything. Especially if they're, like, singers... That, you know, they sing about love and stuff like that. They don't give them a lot of of any sort of, like, leeway in dealing with stuff that's not, like, coming out and singing and going to sit down. <laughs> you don't think that person is necessarily, like, smart enough or intelligent enough to have thoughts. I think we, like, should kind of like reevaluate and how we think of celebrities like they are people they're not objects um and we should i know it's hard cuz like we sh- we should think of celebrity that as people even though they they're marketed to us as objects and Merch, they're they're marketed to us as objects and merchandise a lot of the mm-hmm. times with everything or content, but they're people at the end of the day. I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense, but um, yeah, <laughs> I I went off on a tangent, and yeah, let me bring it back in. But yeah, celebrities are people, um. We should treat them like people. We shouldn't make light of certain issues with them because it can be stressful. Like, think about how isolating fame could be. Mm -hmm. Especially for people who are not necessarily, like, regular famous. Like, people who are super famous. Legends. And we see how that plays out actually quite often. Yeah, it's um, it's a mess. They people really don't give. I mean, people, women in general, but also, like I said, like pop singers and anybody who kind of has a certain image. At one point, they're usually not allowed to step out of that image, even if they're dealing with something personal. And also, I mean, Mariah's kind of transitioned out of that, which she 
is very lucky and skilled to have done because usually they don't let anyone kind of, I mean, they barely let Britney Spears grow up. And I mean, that's the closest one because you mentioned her as an example, but like they barely let her grow up. And she, you know, Mariah was at one point kind of very like stuck into like a certain type of look and a certain type of sound because her husband wouldn't get her his foot off her neck. And then she slowly started to make the transition. So, you know, we kind of put a lot, we've got a lot of people in general in boxes and in, in, into, into personalities and the way, like the way we found them originally is how they'll always be to us. And so if somebody is going through it or is needing help or is acting in a way that doesn't make sense to us, Look on the outside looking in, we're very like harsh against that particular person, like in general, but also women. Um, I mean, even like with Solange, when Solange beat the shit out of JC, people were calling her crazy. They were calling her crazy and mentally unstable. And it was like very clear later on, like why she's beating up her brother in law. But at the time, people were like, oh, she's nuts. Like, oh, maybe she just met at Beyonce because Beyonce's more famous than her. Like, it was just so, so extra and so just uncalled for that people were kind of like, not. I mean, it's just like, we don't really know their lives. So people always speculate. Which is some of, like, I mean, that's what people do with celebrities. But, like, when people are actually, like, going through it, like, people don't actually really, like, consider that. And I don't know if it's because, like, they're rich and they're famous. So, of course, they don't have any problems. But, like, you know, the way people dog her out was fucked up. Yeah. Like, so. it, it was really bad. And then you had, like, Marshall doing shit, too. Yeah. Being yeah, I mean, an asshole. I mean, he does that to everybody. Yeah. So. But yeah, so. Um, I guess we probably, probably have established that we probably would not recommend this movie. No, I mean, no. Because, like, it's, it's not, not fun. It's not fun. And it's not what it could be. Um... And Mariah deserves respect. Yeah, I think if if somebody is to, well, I don't know who would play Mariah. So, like, that's a whole another thing. But, like, if somebody was to one day do, like, a movie on, like, maybe one of her kids do a movie on her um, and, like, her whole legacy and and really get some of her later years, I think that would be something really interesting to see um, because what they gave her really <laughs> wasn't what we wanted. At least it's not what I would want to see. And I, I mean, like we said last episode, there's so many terrible biopics. So like, it's, it's not, you know, it's always a slippery slope, <laughs> but I feel like, I feel like if somebody could do right by her and really get her story down and her contributions, especially, um, uh, getting like her actual like seeing her write her songs and stuff like that like that's something that people really don't take into account when they talk about mariah carey and it always bothers me because i think they just think she's kind of like a mouthpiece in certain respects and not like an actual like artist who cares about her stuff 
Hmm. So. So yeah, I don't know if we have any recommendations for something else to watch outside of this. Um. No, I mean, if you want to see Mariah Carey and other stuff, she would play a social worker in Precious. Not she that did. I would recommend you watch Precious because I was I ready to not. fight Lee Daniels. Oh, I got beef with Lee Daniels. But, I mean, she can... I feel like if you gave her the right material, I feel like Mariah could pull it off. Like, I, if you had something a little different, she could have been... In a few movies like Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they do something more like that? Mm-hmm. I think that might have been, like, the goal. Eventually, yeah. Mm-hmm. We never talked about Mariah and Whitney. <laughs> that would also have been interesting. That would have been interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that whole thing was kind of... Shady Divas being shady. <laughs> yes. But that would have also been an interesting um, addition. Because she didn't have any, like, adversaries, like, other musicians besides Padma from Top Chef, who was not really a, a worthy adversary. <laughs> she was only in the beginning. So, yeah. Yeah. I could have done... They could have done right by her. So I've decided that Mariah did nothing wrong. It was literally everybody else's fault. Yes. And Billy Frank was a sweetheart and deserved mm-hmm. more than what she received. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's our general take on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, an update from the last episode. I did see Rocket Man, and I think... They should have done something. You know what? We're talking about... I don't know who could, like, star in this movie on Mariah's life, but, like, if they did something like that where they use her songs to transition and, like, you know, had a honey moment or something like that, like, had an emotions kind of thing, like, changing scenery and costumes and I don't know. Like, they could have had, you know what they could have had, too? The scene with Mariah and Whitney at, like, the VMAs or something or whatever when they wore the same dress. Oh, yes. The same dress, quote-unquote. Mm. That could have been fun. Yeah. I don't know anybody who could actually pull this off, though, because I don't really know how many of y'all can sing anymore. <laughs> uh, it's looking a little shaky out there. Uh, Ariana Grande. No, I think <laughs> that would cause World War Three. Don't suggest that anymore. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. It's time to go. Okay. I'm playing. I'm playing, y'all. I'm playing. Don't do that. Mm-mm. I mean, she do act. She was on them, um, them Nickelodeon shows. I, I'm playing. I'm like I'm I'm just kidding. So like how you always talk about how I'm always speaking stuff into existence. I'm I and am kidding. I am just playing. Just playing. Remember when like uh Lindsay Lohan played Elizabeth Taylor? No, that I was so weird. My brain repressed that memory, so no, I don't it felt like Liz and Dick or Yes something? it was. I mean like... allegedly. <laughs> I think it was on lifetime. It, it was. 
bless. Well, I guess where should we um, plug um, ourselves? So thank you guys for listening. Um, we would really appreciate it if you um, would rate us on iTunes. If you want, you could tell a friend about us. If you listen to us, we are always looking for new listeners. We really appreciate you guys and engaging with us. Um, you can always look at um, look us up online at blackgirlfilmclub.com. You can listen to our show on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And if you would like, you can send us a quick email um, at blackgirlfilmclub, all spelled out, B-L-A-C-K, girlfilmclub at gmail.com. Yeah. Hopefully there's nothing in there because I did not look. Um, and we'll check. And if you send us an email, we'll respond. <laughs> Yes, nobody has sent us an email. Well, I mean, that's not entirely true. But, like, nobody's really sent us an email. It's okay if you don't do email, but, like... We love... We want to hear from you. Yeah. Even if you want to fight us, it's fine. I mean, hopefully nobody wants to fight us after this episode. Um, hopefully not. Um, but, you know, you never know how those things go. (laughs) (laughs) I know. <laughs> we were kind of surprised by the attention that our announcement got. So it wasn't like a lot of like, it was like a viral tweet, but I was like, oh shit. Okay. Mm, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. And we, we haven't really decided what we're doing for July yet. So like stick out, you know, I guess. We'll tweet about it. Out. Yeah. Look out for that. We have some ideas. We do have some ideas. We haven't decided yet. I mean, July is right around the corner. June pretty much no longer exists anymore. Um, So we'll figure out something. And we're also, we're really excited that Ari Aster's new movie is coming out any day now. Yes. Yes. It's almost time for midsummer. And y'all know that I'm Ari Hive. Ari Hive over here. I love him. Some men in the milk ain't clean about him, but I love him. <laughs> and we're already, I, I mean, I've already told Brittany that we have to do a, a mini episode. I don't want to have to put it like like we're committing to this, but like we have to. Yeah, we probably because, are. Because, yeah. Hashtag Ari Hive. I already had to mute somebody because I told you that they spoiled Hereditary for me Ooh. last year in the way that they did. And they were like, I want to know what the... I, I want to know what it's about. I'm not going to see it because I didn't like Hereditary, but I want to see it. And I was like, uh, mute. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> because I refused. So not the day it came out, girl. Like Mm-mm. spoilers are like a conversation that's ongoing and stuff. But like, damn. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And they hadn't even seen it yet. Somebody else spoiled it for them. And they spoiled it for everybody else. What is your problem? <laughs> Don't do that. Like, at least wait a little bit. Don't do that day of. That's raggedy. Don't be raggedy that like is that. So raggedy. I was so disappointed. I was like, bitch, if you fucking no. So I just let I just let it go. So the mute function is it's a good one. So we're excited for Ari's new movie. Um, we're totally not getting paid to say that. Uh, we're genuinely what is go see it so um but yeah so i guess we should sign off before this movie or sorry this episode is twice as long as glitter is it probably already is
I'm so sorry. So bye, guys. <laughs> bye, y'all. <laughs>